So today, the sermon is about a kid. So if you are a kid, a child, a human under the age of 16, do me a favor, just a real quick, like, wave, real quick. Okay. All right. Bet. So today's sermon is about a king named Josiah. And Josiah was eight years old when he became the king of Judah. The king of Judah, he was eight years old. So the title of our sermon this morning is called Tear Him Down. We'll be in 2 Kings chapter 22 and it'll only be a couple of verses, but I'm going to need the help of a couple of people who are kids to actually read the verses for me. But before that, I need one eight-year-old to come up here with me. Just an eight-year-old. Oh, how convenient. <laughs> I promise that wasn't planned, but it is convenient. You, sir. Exactly. Perfect. You will be our king for the day. <laughs> Eight years old. You're the king. That seems like a lot of responsibility. Do you think you could do it? You try? Okay. So then if you're the king, let's say this is Judah. Everybody then has to kind of do what you do. Let's have you be in the middle. And even from where you're seated, Nathan, a.k.a. King Josiah, just with your hands, give the subjects of Judah something to do, and they'll follow your lead. So just with your hands. It doesn't matter what you do. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) All right. Something else. Oh, okay. All right. I see you. All right, King, King Josiah. <laughs> hey. Okay, one more, one more, one more. Oh, oh, okay. I see you, King Josiah. Tear him down. <laughs> Excellent. All right, give the king a hand. You can keep the crown and head back to your seat. So King Josiah... I actually really like this last motion. I promise you that was not planned. I really do, but it really makes sense. That's the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Keep following the Holy Spirit. Okay. Tear him down. King Josiah was young when he became the king, but he became king after there was a string of corrupt kings. He had never in his lifetime seen a king that honored God because the several kings before him encouraged the people to worship other gods and do things that offended God. So this king, Josiah, did something unique. I actually would love for another kid who would not feel too nervous to do so. I would love for somebody to come up and read this verse for me. Anybody? Oh, come on up, birthday girl. Let's do it. So you can just, this microphone, and you can just read it for us. 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's make sure the mic is on. Let's see here. Perfecto. Nope, we're going to make sure you're good because, I mean, this is the word of God. One, two, seven. Here we go. <laughs> Josiah was eight years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 31 years. His mother was Judea, the daughter of Adiah from... Boskath. Boskath. Perfect. Thank you very much. So Josiah was eight years old. Let me show you this picture. When he became king, and I mean, you kind of have to imagine being eight years old. That's a lot of responsibility. Historically, Josiah was not the only child to ever become king. There was also a pharaoh named King Tut that also was a kid when he became king. He was nine years old. The youngest person in history to ever be crowned royal was a woman in Scotland, and she was six days old when her father, the king, died, and she was crowned queen of Scotland. <laughs> right? Like, how does that even work? She can't even speak. Okay. <laughs> so... Um, so the history on that is she, act, they, she ended up being raised in France and she came back to rule when she was an adult. But that was the youngest person. King Josiah was the youngest king of all of the people of uh, Israel. And there was one king before him that was also a kid that was crowned king, Manasseh, and he was 12. So King Josiah... Never saw a holy king in his life, but started to immediately make some changes when he became the king. I need two other people who would be willing to read some scripture for me. You can, a kid would be my preference, but an adult, I'm fine with that too. Anybody? I'll be like a third grade teacher. I'll wait. I'll wait. You want to do it? Come on. Go for it. I'm down. No? Oh, you, okay. Oh, yes, of course. Okay. Read this next verse for me. Josiah tore down the altars that the king of Judah had built on the palace roof above the upper room of Ahaz. Ahaz, the king destroyed all altars that. Sweet, perfect. Okay, then somebody willing to read the next, the last part of this verse for me? Oh, oh sweet. Thanks, Tristan. He destroyed all the altars that. Manessa had built in two country yards. Of the Lord's temple, he smashed them to bits and scattered the pieces in the Kidron Valley. Excellent. Thank you very much. Sweet. So when Judah became king, he reigned for 31 years. And in that time, there were all kinds of idols all around Judah that other kings had set up. And because it offended God, 
to have idols in the places where God was supposed to be worshipped, King Josiah went and tore all of them down. So, I feel like we have to have a come to Jesus moment. Somebody say, come to Jesus moment. Because I think if we're honest with ourselves, there are some idols that we have even in the church. And it's okay for us to be honest about that. These idols tend to really kind of show much of their strength over us as believers about every other year, particularly every four years. I need some, uh, I do need some adults for this part. So just two adults to help me. Thanks, Miss Layasa. I'm going to have you hold this one. And don't unroll it yet. I need another person. CJ uh, drew these and colored them for us. Okay. Um, and so on the count of three, I'd like for you to unveil our idols. One, two, three. Okay. So. Why would I call that? Why would I call these idols? These are two things that represent political parties in our country. There's lots of, there are a few different political parties, but these two tend to kind of get the most weight and attention in our country. This is representative of the Democratic Party, and this is the GOP, aka Republican Party. And why would I call them idols? I mean, they're just representations of political thoughts, right? Well, the moment that these representations or even, wait, do me a favor, switch sides so that y'all go with the screen. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> right, okay, good, I have to make sure. The moment that we place any idea or thought or opinion Equal to God, it doesn't even have to be above God, but equal to God, it becomes an idol. But there's another thing too. Jesus said that the greatest commandment is to love God with your whole self and love your neighbor as yourself. So sometimes when we have one political belief or the other, these ideas can cause us to say hurtful things to our sisters and brothers. Like, these political beliefs have torn families apart. These political beliefs have torn churches apart. These political beliefs has have caused believers to completely forget that we are responsible for displaying love toward one another, right? So, I need some, I just need like two or three kids to just come real quick and tear these idols down. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, come on, like, it doesn't matter. Like, just rip them up. Just like rip them. Like, ah! Okay. 
Okay, thank you. You can, you can leave the, the, the rubbish on the ground. Thank you. All right, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much, ladies. But there are lots of things that can become idols in the church. Lots of things. One thing that we know that political beliefs can become an idol in the church, but for a long time, there have been, there's been a long-standing idol in the church, and it happened with the children of Israel as well as it happens with Christians. We idolize leaders, right? And that kind of gets us in trouble. It gets us in trouble because... When we start to idolize leaders, one thing that becomes a challenge is when those leaders have a human moment and they're imperfect, people's whole faith is shattered because we didn't as a church do a good job of saying, no, 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 that leader's not God. We can respect that leader without trusting our whole faith to that leader. They represent Christ, but they're not Christ, right? And another thing, no human being is strong enough to stand under the weight of other humans' worship. So it's inevitable. If a leader is being idolized, then not only do we make it so that the people in that church will also struggle. We also make it so that leader will struggle too. But if we make sure that that leader is human and not close, right next to God in our hearts, then we allow ourselves to be in good fellowship. So I get to be the lead pastor here and I need a couple of kids to come and Wrestle me down a little bit. Like, <laughs> come on, like, like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's important that we keep. God at the top of everything we do. So, I don't know, I think I probably had a couple other pictures, but we're not going to worry about those because I have another Repito song. This is a Repito song. Get up. Okay. This one has no chorus. You'll just get it. All right. In the beginning, God made the sea. In the beginning, God made the sea. And the forest filled with trees. And the forest filled with trees. He made the mountain top so high. Made the mountain top so high. And up above he placed the sky. Up above he placed the sky. God's fingerprints are everywhere. God's everywhere. Just to show how much he cares. Just to show how much he cares. And in the middle he had some fun. He made a hippo and weighed a ton. 
hip hip hippopotamus. Hip hip hooray, God made all of us. Hip 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 hippopotamus. Hip hip hooray, God made all of us. So, <laughs> if God made all of us and all the things, He's the only being worthy of our worship. And all other things that we put next to or above are an idol that should be torn down like King Josiah did for Judah. All right, let's pray about it. Father, thank you for how much you love us and you care for us. Thanks for making hippos because they're hilarious and they show your creativity. Thank you, God, for making us with your good plans in mind help us to take your love to the world but also if in our hearts we are in conflict with our worship of you with leaders or political ideas or any other thing help us to put them far under you god because you're the only one worthy of our praise and our worship in jesus name amen That's it. See y'all next week.